0: Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the APAC podcast. So as always, I'm LJ, I'm your historian, my pronouns are he, him, his.
1: I'm Janelle, I'm the PR marketing co-chair, my pronouns are she, her, hers.
2: I'm Natalie, I'm the programming co-chair, and my pronouns are she, her, hers.
0: So as y'all noticed, we're in a different set, so we're not over Zoom. So yeah. following our GA, like our movie night GA, we deemed that it was actually good to meet in person everyone here is tested we're wearing masks so we're staying safe in the midst of COVID so yeah so like before we go into our topic like I want to do like a reflection on our GA so how, how did you like the movie night y'all like because I wasn't on campus so how, how was it for y'all
1: I thought it was really fun it was fun to see everybody um I wish more people came but we get that you know not everyone is here not everyone can but it was really fun
0: for us like we had the zoom thing so it was very intimate because there's like less people but it was fun also how was it for you natalie
1: it was pretty good i think
2: it went well being the first meeting in person Mm
0: -hmm. so like what would you guys like or what would y'all like change if um like to make it better like did y'all like, were y'all able to talk to GA members or was it more just like a movie and then you just get out type of thing?
1: Um, It was, since we were like on a schedule with the university, it felt kind of rushed and we had to be in it, in the theater, start the movie at a certain time and then we had to leave like right after. So, but that's kind of out of our control, I feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you all do it again? Because I know like there's a new movie called Minari, which is like a 24 film about like Mm. Korean immigrants growing up. We should I think we should do this again. That would
1: be fun. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that'd be awesome. Okay, so for today's topic, um, this kind of goes along with our first GA. So like as we kind of left our homes and we met together like in person, there was definitely like culture shock that we probably felt, you know, this might be the first time we left our house like in a long time to meet friends. And that just like gives like anxiety to some people. So our topic today is actually regarding visiting our home cultures. So like where our ancestors are from. So if y'all didn't know, we're all Filipino Americans right here. So this is kind of like a Filipino American perspective, right? So going into it, I think the biggest culture shock that I felt when I went to the Philippines was respect. Do y'all like feel this? Like there's a different type of respect when you're in the Philippines versus in the States, would you say so?
2: yeah for sure
0: yeah yo, one time when i was in the philippines like i was talking to like my relatives and we had like a disagreement but for some reason like in the philippines you never like talk back to your relatives so i think that's like definitely not that's like (laughs) something special or something different that like i experienced do you guys have any like or do you all have any anecdotes or something that you guys you
2: all experienced the philippines Yeah, I feel that, like, especially during dinner and everything. Being the youngest, I always had to do the prayer, and it's not something I do here every time I have dinner with my family. Mm-hmm. I feel like with elders, it's like they're a role model to you. So, like, you look up to them and you don't want them to look at you poorly based on the decisions because they might think that they influenced you to do something wrong when they're just trying to, like, support you and have you look up to them.
1: Yeah. And I feel like family is so much more emphasized in Asian cultures than America. And... uh, since because of that it's you have to respect your parents respect your grandparents because they mean a lot in your culture
0: mm, definitely mm-hmm. i feel like um lots of asian cultures are based off of Confucian, Confucianism. i hope i'm saying that right <laughs> <laughs> but um in that culture like you do respect your elders and you do role models and stuff like that so i think that's definitely the reason like for that for sure um. So, one last call for like anecdotes. Like, did y'all have like any culture shock when it came to like something involving relatives? Like, you did something disrespectful in an accident. Like, you were you didn't know that that was disrespectful when you're in the Philippines or wherever y'all went in Asia too. So, lots of Asian cultures. I feel like we hold grudges. Like, you know. Cause like Mm. when when family drama arises, like people always bring it up at the gatherings and stuff, and it's it never goes away.
1: Yeah, it really doesn't. It just lives with you, haunts you forever. And
2: you'll have like family that won't talk to you for months. And like a lot of the times, the kids don't even know about it. It's just the parents. So when the kids get together, they're like, "Why haven't I seen you in so long? Like this is weird. Like what's happening with our parents?"
0: yeah people just gotta communicate effectively and talk things out because it's always <laughs> a <misunderstanding. laughs> that's a really
2: hard thing to do though
0: oh yeah because you yeah. can't really talk up to like older relatives because they think that you're yeah because it's
1: back to the disrespect thing yeah i'm not sure
0: if this is a tagalog phrase and you know tagalog like yeah. natalie knows tagalog but it's called tubag tubag in the Saya, which is a different language mm-hmm. but that means you're talking back to your elders that's actually a phrase where you can't emote to your elders which is kind of messed up that's
2: something my parents always tell me though it's like they're still older than you respect your elders and i'm like okay but i have an opinion too like For yeah. real bro exactly. we're like
0: 18 plus we we yeah. pay taxes we got jobs <laughs> but yeah it's a definitely that's definitely like a culture shock i would say from like the philippines but going off of this um another topic that i want to talk about is the food
1: oh yeah. yeah
0: oh yeah oh the food in the philippines is bomb like when mm-hmm. you go to the Manong, the people who like sell the street food like and you just pay them a couple pesos you have like a feast you no know? i didn't let me do it didn't let you do it Yep.
2: what like when i was with my aunt we went to like restaurants and she was like no i don't trust it i don't want you to get sick and my mom was like no she needs to experience it but she didn't let me
0: Wait, I mean, you're, you're you're like uh is very rich, so <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's, it's, it's a different thing. It's a different rich thing, aunt. yeah. Um, oh, yeah.
1: When we went, my parents were balling out on all that. <laughs> it was yeah. so good.
0: We got that Jollibee, you got chowking, yeah, red ribbon. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I wasn't to vegetarian. To we went to yeah. those, we didn't go to the mom and pop stuff. <laughs> no. uh, when I was in the Philippines, like we couldn't drink the, the waters, the top water, because you're gonna get sick,
1: mm, yeah,
0: yeah. So that's my experience. <laughs> um. So, we kind of have a shared experience about, like, the collective, like, food culture in the Philippines. Do you think that in the Philippines, like, since we don't talk to our parents and since, like, it's hard to communicate with them, do you think that we show love and affection through food? Because, like, like in Filipino culture, like, you know, it's kind of, like, more taboo to say I love you, you know, mm-hmm. to your kids.
1: Yeah, I think definitely my parents express it more with food. Yeah, especially, like,
2: once I come home, my mom's just like, mm-hmm. okay, what do you want me to cook? Like, I'll make all your favorite meals. Like, that's her showing, like, I miss you. I love mm-hmm. you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. For me, like, it was always the sliced fruit, like, sliced apples that <laughs> yeah. would be brought, like, pineapples and stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: After an argument. I in <laughs> like,
0: Yeah, 100%. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. So, yeah, that's cool that... We share the same experiences um so in the philippines what's y'all's favorite foods
1: before i was vegetarian i really like sisig
0: yes yep.
1: <laughs> but you know now puns it <laughs> it goes <laughs> by well mine is
2: favorite is sinigang, sinigang? love sinigang.
0: it my girlfriend likes sinigang too like that that sweet That's sour
1: yeah. sisig
0: they actually like sizzle it so it's like crispy but like it's very very like fat and there's like different like sweet sour like savory type of notes to it mm-hmm. and it's really good with like uh rice so
1: soupy too
0: soupy too mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we have sinigang sinigang is a soup that's like more sour and then um they use like i think taro or something in it but it's really really good like it's good for the cold nights so
2: has um, a lot of vegetables
0: For sure. really good when you eat sea did you eat the ones in the philippines yeah they never oh, make man. it as good as over there.
1: Oh, definitely not.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, I think mine must be like seasick too, or like Pinakbit. Do you guys know what Pinakbit is?
1: I know what it
2: is. Yeah, I've never had it though. Mm-hmm. Never had
0: it? Oh, it's bomb. <laughs> it's, it's slept on. <laughs> what is it? It's like uh, okra. It's like vegetables, but it's like in a whole like type oh, of- right. yeah. yeah. And yeah, then they, sa- they have vegetarian versions of it. It's, it's mostly okay. vegetable. You yeah, should get it. Yeah, it's really good. Let's so, try it. Yeah, it's awesome. What's y'all's favorite fast food, I guess?
1: I think it's also at Seafood City.
0: Mm -hmm. For our non-Filipino viewers, local in Chicago, Seafood City is a predominantly Filipino marketplace that has different eateries. Oh, Max's?
1: Mm, No, not Max's.
0: Or Grill City.
1: Grill City. City. It might be Grill City.
0: Yes. Mm Y'all, when you make barbecue, the reason why Filipino barbecue is really good is because they put seven up in that. It makes it sweet. Mm (laughs)
2: <laughs> and, uh, best, or style. whenever I go to seafood City, we always get bangos.
0: Bangos? Oh, sorry. It's called The Grand Cafe. It's actually more Chinese than Filipino, but like their pancit's pretty okay. Like they have adobo. You can get like crispy stuff and I think they might have seasick So, it's really bomb, it's really bum. And Shanghai Market has Filipino food, so. All right, moving on. I think another thing that I realized like when I was in the Philippines is that everyone's like in a happy mood, you know? like everyone's yeah. really jolly and yeah. stuff especially like during like the um, Christmas time and stuff like it's all different mm-hmm. like we have a fast food place here called Jolly Bee and that's like the Filipino fast food thing so I feel like that's definitely a thing of Filipino culture um, so did y'all feel this when you were in the Philippines and do you guys have examples or do y'all have examples of that at all
1: mm. I definitely felt that and it's like a crazy contrast because it's so different from america like um lesser developed you know but it doesn't really get to them and i think that's kind of nice
0: i feel that um my mom like she actually came from more poverty and then she said like you know even though she was kind of more poorish like when she was with her like family and stuff like that's all that matters so i feel like definitely there's definitely like a hard-working type of like family-based like lifestyle over there do
2: you Mm -hmm. have anything
0: to add Natalie by chance
2: yeah I feel like all like all the family I met there they just like make the best out of every situation like everything we did they were just so happy and like they're very in the moment people like they focus on like the positives of everything like I'm seeing family we get to go out to eat with them like Mm -hmm. it's just always a good time
0: definitely Yeah, I feel that for sure. Um, That's definitely a trope of Filipino culture. So this is kind of like a deeper question. Would y'all attribute the happy mood of the Philippines to like, I guess, um, our culture of like hardworking? Because like my parents um, moved from the Philippines actually because they were nurses. So they're trying to come here for a better life and i'm not sure if y'all's family's yeah, like, experiences were the same the same but what do you guys attribute Would you all attribute that happy mood to like that hustle culture and being happy because like you're grateful for things you're achieving
1: i think mixed with the hard and their focus on family really makes um, really um attributes to that happiness because you know, basically you're working hard for your family and I think that's what really makes them happy.
2: Yeah, with my parents, they were always trying to do everything they could to like make our lives better and for us to be happy Mm -hmm. and everything, they came here so that we would have a better life and everything.
1: Yeah, Mm. and like my parents are also nurses and they only came here because they wanted a good life for their kids and I think they're doing really well like with their happiness and stuff <laughs>
0: um so actually by like, going from this um i was actually wondering um if there's actually something that could become negative from this hustle mentality so we were touched on like the respect thing and not um saying or talking back to your elders and stuff do you all think that maybe like the keeping your head down type of thing and like you know hustling and stuff like maybe doesn't leave room for emotional communication between like family members and it might like, I guess, create conflict in Filipino families.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely experienced that as like a kid when I was in school and they were just like, you have to get good grades. I remember they got so mad at me because I changed up my handwriting and they were like, we can't read this. (laughs) But it wasn't even that bad, I swear. Mm -hmm. But they were like, your teacher's not gonna be able to read this, you're not gonna get good grades and yeah because of that I feel like I couldn't talk to them as much about like how about just life stuff other than grades like growing up especially in high school I didn't feel comfortable telling them that stuff and yeah that was one of the big negatives (laughs) from that hustle mentality
2: I feel that yeah and I feel like our parents just like want us to do the best so whatever they recommend like you don't want to go against it. Like, I want to make them proud. Like, especially just going into college. My parents really wanted me to do nursing. And I was like, yeah, but that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then I just didn't tell my mom at first what I applied mm-hmm. to be in. And then I told her. And she was like, okay, but, like, you're not going to make a lot of money. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah. Was smart, though. That's the difference. And, like, mm-hmm with that i was just very scared to tell her because i felt like i couldn't talk to her about it but then i told her and she's like accepted it more but it's definitely hard
1: i remember i first wanted a major in psychology and they like told me the same thing like you're gonna you're not gonna have any money you're not gonna have a job like what are you gonna do i was like i mean i guess so now i'm a nursing major <laughs> so good for you natalie <laughs> she's the only
0: filipina here i guess like that's (laughs) making her parents proud yeah filipinos want um their kids to be nurses but me and ali are not so
2: (laughs) it's really hard to go like distinguish like going for money or going for what like you're passionate about Mm -hmm. like with i always
0: try and separate like my passion from my money maker Mm -hmm. so but that's
1: true because sometimes it can get like so
0: actually it might be healthy for you but it's like depends on the person too
1: yeah but But, like yeah i mean if you separate it i know like if you only do your passion for money then like you might not end up enjoying it anymore so yeah that's also good
0: most definitely so growing up like whenever like i do something i was like a mischievous kid like i was a problem maker so whenever like Mm i do stuff like my parents would just say like bad like stop like you know but they would never explain things do you all have like experiences with that like i feel Mm -hmm. like for my parents specifically, they never had time to explain things, and they never had the emotional energy to, like, emote, like, why things are bad, like, why not touch the stove and stuff like that. So, I saw head nods. Um, let me hear y'all's experience.
2: I feel like parents just expect us to know. Like, you should know what you're doing. Bro,
0: when I was driving, my dad would be like, drive better, but how do we do it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm learning how to drive. Just
2: expect us to know when they're like, oh, you're not doing it correctly, like. Did I not teach you like mm-hmm. you? It's common sense. I'm like, ah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Sorry. So
0: going off of that, and I'm going to get back to you. So like our parents would say that, but then it's funny because when we try and learn, they'd say you're doing it wrong and they right? Would, do you agree with that?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you
0: agree. So do you have anything, Natalie?
2: I don't know. They just, it's hard to
1: communicate with parents sometimes. Yeah. yeah.
0: This is Filipino parents, or immigrant Filipino parents, like, what was
1: your experience, Janelle? Um, I just think, that, like, throughout high school, they wouldn't want me to go out with friends, but I always would. And they'd be like, "Uh, oh, just, like, stay home. And I'm like, but why? Like, we're not doing anything. They're like, just hang out with us. And I'm like, yeah, I, I do hang out with them. Like, just like, it's not always I'm out with my friends. But, like, I just didn't – they didn't want me to hang out with my friends at all. And I, they never explained, like, why they – and I'm like, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was only able to go out, like, once a week. So,
2: like, I had to pick what was... Only once a week? Yeah, like, when I, my parents were just like, pick. You have to, like, pick out mm-hmm. what you want to do the most. And I was like, okay. But then we have to spend time together. And it would be watching a movie. And I was like, you exactly. can watch a movie
1: anytime. <laughs> exactly, I feel yes. like
0: Filipino, or, like i'll diverge from saying Filipino parents but i feel like our parents collectively like love the way they love but not the way we want to receive love you know what i'm saying because yeah. i feel like when parents are like you're messing up with this and you're messing up with that that's like their way of like showing love that they care for us but then personally when someone says that like you know i'm getting fatter because that's something my parents would say actually to me but i'm not sure if
1: no yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. like that's them looking out for me
0: but then for me it's a verbal attack so no wonder i try not to be home and go with friends but uh, (laughs) i'm not sure if you all have experiences with that at all too
1: yeah i mean like they show their love like how you said they show their love in a different way than what we would want like maybe food or by just like attacking us so to speak (laughs) but like i want to be able to have an emotional connection with them if like that's the most thing that i want out of them i want to be able to talk to them about my life and my feelings i want to be able to say i love you and then like tell them have them tell it to me back you know Mm.
0: so do you have anything to add adley
1: yeah it's definitely confusing
2: like my relationship with them Mm -hmm. because i don't like, I want them to know what's going on in my life, but then I don't want to hear it. Because sometimes they'll talk too much about it, and I'm just telling them, just give them a heads up. And they're like, yeah, you're doing it wrong.
0: Some, sometimes I feel like with my parents, I'm not sure if y'all would um, relate, but it's not more or less like when you're, <clears throat> excuse me, if, when, you, um, when you try and, like, convene with your parents, it's not like, they don't really congratulate you as much. It's more like you're doing this wrong and you're doing that wrong. You feel that too?
2: Like they don't give us credit for what we're doing good,
0: right?
1: Like it's more
2: of you should be doing that.
0: It's more negative reinforcement than positive.
1: So yeah, I remember I got (laughs) I got straight A's for the first time in a while last semester, and I told my dad, and I was so happy. I was like, I wanted to cry because he said, "I'm so proud of you." (laughs)
0: That's funny story. That's funny. (laughs)
1: That's funny. That was like a monument monumental moment
0: (laughs) that's good yeah definitely um yeah there's just different like ways to communicate with parents and i guess since we are from a different generation different society because we're pretty uh individualistic here and it's collective in the philippines you know in the philippines like you know everyone's business is or your business is everyone's business kind of thing and we're not like that here Mm -hmm. it's really different so you were talking about um, improving the relationship with your parents and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. in your opinion, how would you go about like mending um, your relationship with your parents? Because I actually tried and I might like give you advice if if need be. Or mm-hmm. tell me about my experience.
1: I think it's definitely a lot better now that I'm away <laughs> from them. But that just means that like when we talk, there's it's more... Um, meaningful and like stuff to talk about about like my college life how school how's like my friends and stuff and i've been trying to make more of an effort to include them in like my decisions and in my in my life like i said like oh i told them about my grades and especially since i'm in nursing and they're nurses i try to be like we learned about this today. We learned about IV insertion, whatever. Like, you mm-hmm. know, stuff that they do on the regular so that I can relate to them on a different level, kind of.
0: I definitely feel that.
1: For me,
2: in high school, my relationship with my parents was not there. Like, I wouldn't tell them anything. I, but now that I'm at, I'm at school, I talk to my mom, like, seven times a day yeah. now. And it's just like, would you eat for dinner? Or did you cook today? What would you do? Like, what do you have planned for the rest of the week? Like, they're more involved, uh, even mm-hmm. though they're not there. And I feel like I have so much more to talk with them. Yeah. And, like, I can just tell that. They're just like, oh, when are you coming home? Like, I want to spend time with you. But when I was in high school, they were just like, spending time, yeah, it's there. But it's more forced. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think our, um, the way, like, our parents were, um growing up or raised uh we like the hustle mentality since we're all hustling now in college I feel like (laughs) actually that's helping us um get close to our parents you know yeah
1: that's true for me
0: personally I'm at home so I'm with my parents 24 7 so it's kind (laughs) of difficult but like advice to y'all I guess um you know even though your parents might not affirm you on like small achievements like grades and stuff like that you know you could always always like stand your ground and tell yourself that you're proud of like what you do and then you know you could maybe voice out to your parents that like you know I'm proud of that I got straight A's or you know that type of thing all right so going from this and going from like showing our parents love and stuff like it kind of correlates with like love language and stuff we're gonna go to the topic of language so this podcast actually turned from talking about our experiences in the Philippines to I guess being our own culture and then, you know, relating that to like a different culture, which is like our parents' culture. So, um, do y'all have any language barriers? Like when it comes to like the Philippines or like relatives or something like that? Um, personally, I speak Cebuano, which is my parents' native tongue. I don't speak Tagalog, so it's kind of problematic when I need to speak to anyone else that's Filipino. I know you speak Tagalog, so I hear y'all's thoughts.
1: Um, I understand very little of Tagalog, and I don't speak it, so in the Philippines, um, you know, they're, they're very condescending sometimes, and whenever they want to talk behind my back, they can do it whenever, because I don't understand what they're saying, and and it's even like that at family parties like in america too There's all my titas and my mom titas and (laughs)
0: titas and titos is uncles and aunts Mm -hmm. continue
1: um yeah and even like in the philippines i have to go everywhere with my mom because like in the shops i don't know what they're saying (laughs) kind of sucks
0: yeah so like in asian cultures like i know like there'd be like skits and stuff like if you all watch like just kidding films or like you know those asian youtubers like for some reason like asian people have no chill they'd be like oh why <laughs> have you gotten so fat or like where's your boyfriend <laughs> or something like that
2: that's the first thing they asked you have a yes boyfriend, right? i called my mom and she was like do you have a new boyfriend i was like no so i understand tagalog like fully but i can't speak it and when i went to the philippines they talk really fast like, I have to really listen in order to catch it. And, like, they understand English, but they say I talk too fast. So every time I speak, they, like, look at my mom to, like, translate. And then, like, even with my little cousin, she doesn't understand English. So she was just talking in Tagalog. And, but she talks too fast. And I was like, I held my phone with Google Translate. And they were able to do it. <laughs> I was, like, I'm sorry, I have to do it. Because she just kept trying to talk to me. And I was like, I feel mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah. And then she turned to my mom and she was like, why isn't she speaking back to me in Tagalog? Is
0: she younger? Yeah. Oh. And I was like... Yes say ano? Ano? Ano means what?
2: And I wish my parents actually made me respond back in Tagalog. Yeah. So growing up,
0: did y'all like speak in your households? Because for me personally, I, I talked to my grandma and she only spoke Bisaya. So my grandma's like a really important person in my life. So I wanted to be able to communicate with her. So I kept that language going. But when y'all grew up, um, did y'all speak it or did y'all parents like speak it like to each other? How did it go?
2: My parents spoke it to each other and they said it like spoke to us but never had us respond back. And like with my family, me and my brothers understand it but my sister doesn't understand it at all. And I think the only reason why I understand it though is because I was always with my mom and my aunt, and they were always talking, and I was really nosy, what? so that's how I like slowly picked up on all.
0: Yeah, all that chica, mm-hmm. chica is gossip.
2: Yep. It's kind of like <laughs> cheese
0: chisme in Spanish, if you all know that. So, yeah. uh, okay, so we're talking about uh, gossip. So, uh, do you have anything else to add, or you have anything to add too?
1: Oh, with the language. Um, yes. Yeah. No, my parents try to teach my older brother tagalog and he just got very confused in school so then when they had me they only spoke english because they didn't want me struggling in school and yeah now i just don't know it and when i go back to the philippines i especially hate it at family dinners when everyone is speaking and i just don't understand and my cousin will just turn to the side be
2: like they're saying this. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so like uh, when we're at dinner, my sister's like, What are they saying? Like <laughs> translate. Because she'll hear her name. What's
1: yes, so Exactly. And she's like, what are they saying about me?
0: And you can't you can yeah. ask them because that's respect. Yeah, <laughs> like know? they
1: say my name and then they start laughing and I'm like, What's And my so sister's nice. like, They're being rude. I wanna know. Yeah. I'm
0: like, well key, okay, like when I grew up, I actually went to ESL classes. I have a mm-hmm. funny experience. So I went to ESL thinking that it was the coolest thing, but they're trying to <laughs> fix my lisp. <laughs> I couldn't say brother tree because I said three because that's how you say it in, like the Philippines. You know? mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the Philippines though, I, I, I pity y'all because I feel like if you didn't know the language, like since y'all... Or you said that, like, Filipinos are kind of condescending when they talk. Like, Mm -hmm. you probably have a fear that people are talking smack about you all the time. All
1: the time, especially my family. They're the... (laughs) It's
0: out of love, though. Yes,
1: of course. Out of love. (laughs) That's how they show love. It's weird. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. It's always trying to fix what's wrong with you. But they never really Mm -hmm. talk about themselves, huh? Mm -mm. Yeah. You think pride's a big thing in the Philippines?
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. When I tried to, in high school more, when I tried to, like, talk back at my mom and, like, defend myself, it really hurt her, (laughs) Yeah. you know?
0: No, definitely, like, me and my dad would have heart-to-hearts and stuff, and he would say how it hurts him, but, like, uh, I have to empathize because that is the way he grew up, and we grew up in a culture where we question everything, you know? And it's hard because, like, if you don't protect your self-confidence, who will? Mm-hmm. y'all right. was there ever like a time in the philippines where or no we sorry was there ever a time when you guys grew up where you thought like to yourself like i'm gonna have to stand up to myself for my parents or else like i'll be more self-conscious about myself like going forward
1: all the time, all the time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too all the time yeah.
0: <laughs> do y'all have any stories specifically or
2: i feel like it's just hard to like stand up for yourself sometimes but how i took it is like, at the end of the day, I'm going to have to start my own life. Like, I'm adulting. So I have to start making decisions, like, what's best for me and what's best for my future. And, like, I know it upsets my parents sometimes, but, like, it'll help me in the long run.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. I definitely I raise this question because, like, there was, like, a time, like, in high school where, um, you know, for our parents to kind of, like, you know, I guess like talk to us in a certain way like they have to know us in a certain sense and during high school like they'd be working and I won't be able to spend time with them so then I realized like their expectations of me were not realistic you know so um going from that like I had to like stand up for myself and even though that was uh disrespectful in Filipino uh, culture I think that was better for my mental health you know okay going from this we're gonna go into mental health in like I guess the Philippines so, I actually got diagnosed with ADHD, and I got prescribed, like, medication for that. And I got so many messages from relatives saying ADHD ain't real, that, like, I'm just lazy. And, you know, I'm disrespectful to God, so he condemned me. <laughs> but um, I'm not sure if y'all have any experiences with, like, mental health, like, issues and stuff. And, like, getting affirmed for that or, like, you know, getting treatment for that from, like, stuff like that.
1: Um, in high school, specifically, like, junior year, it was just really bad and i was seeing a therapist who they didn't want me to see in the first place you know that's good for
0: you because like you know Mm -hmm. lots of like filipinos don't get to get that experience yeah so
1: yeah so i was fortunate in that um that part but the therapist who who was also a doctor they had this ability to like tell me that you know you might want to go on medication and then i told my parents and they said absolutely not like you can't go on meds if you really wanted to get better you would just be better in your head (laughs) and i'm like it doesn't work like that you know
0: i think to empathize they might think that they did something wrong and Mm -hmm. you know our parents try and do their best and it's hard for them to realize that there is something wrong with you know, our, uh, or with their offspring, but I think the worst thing that they could do or someone could do is just not acknowledge the problem and have it, like, manifest and become an issue in the future.
2: Yeah, and I feel like it comes to, like, a shock to our parents when they find out that, like, we are going through things because Mm -hmm. that stems from, like, our communication, though. Like, it's not something we feel comfortable talking to them about because I had this a similar situation to Janelle. Like, I saw a therapist, like, was on medication, and my mom was just like you know, like, you won't be so depressed or, like, be so anxious if you just look on the bright side. like
1: tomorrow. Yo, you think we
2: didn't
0: try?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, tomorrow's
2: a new day. Like, things will get better, like, stop focusing on, like, how sad you are. And I'm like, it's not that easy. Like, it's not like a switch that, like, you can just flip and you're like, yeah, I'm good. So,
0: (laughs) what kind of worries me is that, like, um, I know lots of, like, Filipinos and, like, actually more Filipinas who have, like, you know, uh, mental health issues and stuff, and like if it's hard for individuals to contact uh with their parents about like this type of stuff, like I wonder how many underlying like medical or mental health issues are in our community that like people aren't like you know diagnosing or like you know getting help for because as I said, like we should get help like it's not an ailment to have like mental health is you know we should just get get treated you know or like,
2: yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, and I think it's a big thing where they believe that. we don't need help like we can just get through it like fight it
0: yeah i think it's the pride thing Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and i know that mental health is a little bit has to do with genetics and it's more expressed with asian americans and um like us you know wait genetically
0: it's more common in us
1: no like genetically it's um passed down oh yeah like at least a little bit I um and I just learned that from a class and like so if it's from genetics like our family like back home and our like parents they don't know it and like they're not I'm trying to word this right I can't or that they're like not saying
2: that they are going through it too yeah like another thing with yeah it's
0: the pride thing i feel like and the keep your head down mentality you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like you know i think lots of like filipino parents are like you know this could apply to like immigrant parents i'm sorry if this is all like filipino stuff um this is just (laughs) our experience but um i feel like a lot of them like would always say like the grass is always greener on the other side you know because they'd be like you know look at your your relatives like they got this they got that but they're still successful or you know they don't have mental health in the philippines but they're still doing good but you know it's it's always like the grass is greener because you never know what people are dealing with unless you're in their shoes you know
1: so yeah oh what i was trying to say (laughs) is that we express it more because we're more um exposed to american culture where like back home back in the philippines and our parents they don't express it because when in their culture like they just they literally can't but it's it's genetically there but they can't express it and they try to force that on us in a way and be like well we're fine we're doing okay everyone back home is doing okay like why aren't you kind of deal yeah
0: i think for us it might be a detriment because We are in the Midwest and we're not a predominantly Asian-American, Filipino-American community. So it's actually hard to convene. And for me personally, it was hard to convene in other individuals like about mental health and like issues like that, because like, you know, with other races and other cultures, like it's not really an issue really or something that is talked about. Do you have anything to add
2: there? Yeah, I agree. Just because like my other friends don't exactly understand how I was raised or like how my parents act or treat situations yeah (laughs) like things like that (laughs) like my friends don't have to experience that so it's hard do y'all have to deal with like your parents wanting you to like be better compared to other cousins Uh and stuff uh like they want it as like a front like no, my kid is doing better. Yes. Like it's a competition. It's right. like a trophy horse
0: like low key, you mm-hmm. know? Like your your parents like, I guess your parents or our parents like put so much effort into raising us and then I guess they want to reap the benefits of the work they put in. So then mm-hmm. actually like growing up a lot of us became trophy horses like I'm a musician so then I'd always play at family parties like I feel like you're more academics like y'all were
1: Mm -hmm. did you have to
0: sing or something
1: I had to play piano piano? yeah
0: yeah I feel like it's kind of unhealthy because like uh, I went through like this whole thing like back in the day where like I was wondering if I played guitar for myself or because other people wanted me to Mm -hmm. you know exactly do y'all want to speak to that
1: like when i was i was in piano lessons and they were very adamant on like you have to practice piano and i wanted to quit piano at that point more of the lessons because i was just learning songs i didn't want to learn like it was more classical like theory
0: and stuff yeah that.
1: and i was in competitions that and Man, that,
0: you're good yeah. you
1: should bust a piano. <laughs> check out the
0: cultural showcase video that we, <laughs> <No>. we did <laughs>
1: yeah and i'd be in competitions and i just didn't want to do all that like i just wanted to play to play but they were very you know you oh you have to play it at our next party you have to like show them everything and i'm like no i don't want to <laughs> like i did not want to walk out of my room if it was like at our house because i just didn't want to play i knew they would ask me to i want to
0: walk out because someone would tell me i'm fat <laughs> i'm <laughs> cut that out <laughs> bad, bad joke bad
1: joke
0: uh
2: Natalie? No, my experience with it is, like, more so recent. Like, my mom always talks to my aunts and stuff. Yeah, like, Natalie's in school. She's doing this volunteer thing. She's in a club. Like-
0: but wait, wasn't she the one that didn't want you to be in this school because of nursing? That's messed <laughs> And now
2: she's seeing me, like, do so much. Mm-hmm. And now she's, like, telling everyone, like, yeah, she's doing good at school. Like, I don't know. It's just (laughs) weird. But I also feel bad because, like, she's comparing me to, like, my cousins. And, like, if they're Mm -hmm. not doing so much, it's just, like, more so of them, again, talking smack. Yeah, Yeah, and it's,
1: like, dang, you're going to say all that about, like, your own niece or nephew? Like, that's, I don't know. That's crazy to me.
0: Yeah, there was this one definite moment. So I'm not academically... um, successful so when it comes to like stuff like that when my parents would try and trophy horse me like i always be like the source subject <laughs> because most of the families mm-hmm. like you know my uh, one of my cousins is in aerospace um one of my cousins is doing chem and i'm just doing like business marketing um so it feels it definitely did like deteriorate my self-confidence con- so growing up um did y'all feel like your self-confidence was low compared to other people because of stuff like that
1: definitely i felt like all the time i just wasn't good enough because my parents just always told me like you have to do better like you can you can achieve more but like in reality without my parents telling me all that like i was doing just fine i was doing great like but because of that i always had that in the back of my head like oh i could i could do so much better i could
0: you have experience with that
1: yeah, it's the
2: same. Like doing better or like not doing enough things to make them proud. Mm-hmm. But really, I was doing enough. Exactly.
0: You are enough viewers. And you, we, are you, are enough. you are enough, and we're all <laughs> enough. Um, I guess similar to the communication type of thing. How you y'all? How would y'all try and fix this issue, or you know, mm. we're getting older, so I guess we can empathize to our parents a little more. But like. It's still a problem, I feel. Like, I still feel a little self-conscious here and there, but how would you all try and manage relationship and feel respect? That's
1: a good question. What was the question
0: again? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so with with the, like, kind of um, self-confidence type... Okay, here's a better question. So when we... So going off of, like, how our parents raised us, like, when it comes time, like, if we're choose to do so when we have our own like offspring. How would y'all try and um, change the way like our parents like raised us? Like our kids feel respected and that type of stuff. Is that a better question? Cool.
2: Um, For me, I feel like with my kids, I would really want them to do what they wanna do. Like they can choose, they can decide what sports they wanna play like Mm -hmm. Anything that they like, I just want them to try. Like, I want them to more so learn from their own mistakes.
0: Like guidance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and if
2: they need like guidance and like, I want them to be open with me. If they did something, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like, you're gonna learn from it more so.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I want the communication to be there, and I want them to like live their best life and do what they want to do. Definitely.
1: That like, I definitely agree with that, and I. The big thing for me is establishing an emotional connection with them because I want to be there for them. I want to give them support more than just negative reinforcement. And I want them to know that like, I will be there for them because I feel like, we feel like our parents, like we just can't go to them all the time. And I want my my kid to know that you can.
0: I feel like emotional connection, like it's a two way street, like with vulnerability. Because when I try and become more emotionally involved with someone, like I show my vulnerab- vulnerability so then, you know, we could bond over that. And I feel like it might be toxic, but in Filipino culture, the pride thing, the respect thing, and all that type of stuff, like it's hard to see, like, you know, that type of thing. Because, you know, if you give someone a piece of yourself, then they'll give it back most of the time, if they're worth it. So. So, we don't want this podcast to just be bashing our parents. Um, You know, the way they raised us is definitely, like, different from, like, other, like, Americans or, like, different cultures. But still, I guess, um, I'm proud to be a Filipino-American because I was able to learn hard work ethic. And then I was able to, you know, I guess, like, learn how to be happy in, like, bad situations and find, like, the positive and the optimist or the find the light in the dark good one um Mm -hmm. how about y'all
1: yeah and everything that we've gone through i'm sure like we've all learned from it and we all apply it to our everyday lives it makes us who we are now and we will apply it to our kids like that learning experience as well
2: yeah and growing up like despite all the negatives like my family is everything like my relationship mm-hmm. with my siblings and everything were super close and i love that my mom like made that just because like I, can, I know that i can always rely on them and like call them just to see what's going on and everything and they'll always have my back
0: I whatever <laughs> yeah. you said going well going fast <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like at the end of the day like when natalie said you know that they will be there for you no matter what no matter like what argument no matter how big it might be they will be there for you eventually
0: (laughs) yeah we just have to grow up and be in their shoes and we'll understand that y'all was another episode of the apac podcast so as always i'm lj i'm your historian
1: i'm janelle i am one of the pr marketing co-chairs
2: i'm natalie i'm one of the programming co-chairs
0: so, we can find us on the socials, Janelle.
1: Yes, Instagram at APACILSU, Snap at APACILSU, TikTok at APACILSU, Facebook, Asian Pacific American Coalition
0: so well y'all i hope we were able to show y'all that we're going through the same type of thing um though growing up with like immigrant parents and filipino parents specifically is difficult sometimes like you know we do have a different way of showing love so love your parents um hope everything is well with y'all so Mm -hmm. see y'all later thank you
1: for listening